Hello everyone and welcome to the Positive Success Show. I'm your host, Dominique Narciso, and I'm a success coach for high achievers living abroad. I help you redefine personal and professional success so that you can build a lifestyle that creates more income, impact, and freedom. So everyone, I have a big, 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 awesome guest here today, episode 41, Dancing in the Ecstasy of the Present Moment with Athena Tabula. Athena is a breath coach, yoga instructor, and also the founder of the global yoga movement. I became friends with Athena over two years ago here in Seoul, South Korea, and she's just been an incredible presence and positive force in my life. And I just wanted to give her the space to share her story and to also teach you a few things about wellness and breath and yoga and the importance of really taking care of yourself. Um, I know all of us are super high achievers, very ambitious. Uh, Athena and I were, were very similar in that way. We want to do a lot, but we also know that it's important to take the time to pause and reflect and reassess and do all those things that you need to do to make sure your mind, your body, and your soul are, are aligned. So without further ado, Athena Tabula. This has been a long time coming, and I know we're all in this like crazy time right now, and um, and it's challenging. It's challenging for a lot of our listeners, just everyone around the globe. And I just wanted to bring you on the show just to highlight your story of how you got into yoga, how you got into just wellness, mm -hmm. because I think as much as we can work, 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 that's not in the end of our lives. It's not going to give us. Uh, the health and the vitality and, and everything that we need as a human being. And so if you can share with us your story of how you got into yoga, like what was your your process and... Yeah, yeah. Um, first and foremost, um, I want to tell you that you have mentioned the two most important things, which is health and vitality. That's essentially how I got into yoga. Um, so in 2010, um, just just a few years ago. <laughs> just a few years just ago. A few, just a few years ago. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no big deal. So in 2010, yeah. I was diagnosed with bilateral epicondylitis. Okay. And basically, those are big words to just to say that my hands were not working for me anymore. Mm -hmm. I had tendonitis on both hands. Oh my gosh. And ultimately, what that led me to believe was how important it is to mm -hmm promote health and vitality mm -hmm. because no one else is going to do it for you, mm -hmm. right? I was overachiever, mm -hmm. type A, mm -hmm. alpha female, mm -hmm. couldn't have anybody do anything for me, mm -hmm. can't even open the door, mm -hmm. can't even turn the page of the book. Wow. I had to do everything. That's with both hands. With both hands. I was a marketing manager of a global uh, event marketing agency. Mm -hmm. And um, of course, you know, I, I thought I was doing the right thing. I was crossing everything off the list. I was climbing the ladder. I was doing everything that my boss wanted me mm -hmm. to do. And then her boss, and then that boss's boss. And it was, it was my idea of mm -hmm. achievement at the time. Mm -hmm. And it was my idea of the road to success. Mm -hmm. And this road to success mm -hmm. led me into physical shambles. Mm -hmm. And not only was it a physical situation for me, mm -hmm. I think for anyone, mm -hmm. Yeah, physical suffering is temporary, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's how we process and mm -hmm. it's how our body signals mm -hmm. something is not right. Well, that's how it all started for me, was that 
literally, I woke up and my phone, mm -hmm. I, couldn't, I couldn't pick up my phone mm -hmm. to turn off my alarm. Mm -hmm. And that, the simple feeling of tingling, numbing, sharp shooting pain all the way up to my neck, just from the simple act of reaching over and grabbing my phone, mm -hmm. led me to tears because mm -hmm. I was in so much pain. Mm -hmm. I mean, has anybody, I would never, ever wish that on anybody. Can you, um, can you just describe what a typical day was like before the shooting pain came to you, just to yeah. give, give the yeah. viewers and the listeners an idea of like, you know, what yeah, it's, because, yeah, yeah. because we can all, um, we can all relate to this, you know, those days, or even like those weeks where you're just going, 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 you're not even giving yourself some time to breathe, like literally, like take a moment to breathe. Just describe, yes. just describe a typical day in your high-stress job, but you were like, you were in achiever mode, and mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, so um, <laughs> let's start with the night before, mm -hmm. okay? The night before, I didn't get ample sleep. The night mm -hmm. before, I was probably up and doing emails, creating emails, answering emails, reading something, or mm -hmm. just in front of my laptop, hunched over, mm -hmm. in bed. Mm -hmm. In bed with blue light and all of that, that bad stuff that we know today is bad, yeah. is bad for us. Yeah. Um, I was, I had two laptops. Oh my gosh. Two cell phones. Oh my gosh. Traveling, uh, running, you know, running the department, creating presentations, answering emails. So it starts with the night before. Mm -hmm. It always starts with that, right? Yeah. I didn't understand intention. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand self-preservation. Mm -hmm. I also didn't understand self-worth, to be mm -hmm. honest, because to me, I equated self-worth and my development mm -hmm. and my success mm -hmm. with, I'm just gonna work as much as, as, mm -hmm. much as I can mm -hmm. and as hard as I can. Mm -hmm. I don't need to sleep, I don't need to eat, I don't need to do anything right, I don't mm -hmm. need to exercise. What, what exercise? I didn't mm -hmm. have time for exercise. Mm -hmm. So I stayed up in the office, mm -hmm. past the late hours, mm -hmm. I was always the last to leave. Sometimes I didn't even see the sun. Mm -hmm because I would come home late, mm -hmm. I would go home, answer emails, work some more, until I was so tired I would fall asleep in front of my laptop, yeah. the next morning, pick up and do it all over again. Mm. Oh, there's so many, there's so many gems. If you like rewind that for, the, for like a minute or two. So she says, Athena, just to, just to reiterate, because yeah. I think it's very, um, it's very important to highlight what you've learned is, um, one is you weren't being intentional. Mm -hmm. Two, uh, you were talking about self-preservation. Yeah. And three, self-worth. Mm -hmm. And I think, I mean, just those, it's, it's so, so powerful. This is why I want Athena on this show, is that you can work, 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 and not even be aware that your body and your mind, like everything is out of balance. And you have to have, not you have to have, but clearly with Athena's story, you know, she had this event happen where it was a clear signal, hey, you need to wake up. This is not sustainable anymore. Literally. Yeah. Literally, I had to wake up. And even then, let me continue rewinding, yeah. is that, that was a regular day for me, day mm -hmm. in, day out. Not even five days, it was six days. It led to seven days a week. I was just working so, so much. And even though 
there were actual signals looking back now mm -hmm. that I'm standing and sitting here with mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Looking back, Dom, there were signals. Mm -hmm. There was already a signal, whether it's a physical signal, a mental signal, there were signs from mm -hmm. everywhere telling me something's not right. Mm -hmm. My hand would cramp up and I would just keep mm -hmm. typing and typing and I would ignore it or I'd wrap it up in a bandage mm -hmm. or, you know, I would have a drink, you know, I would yeah. do anything to numb the pain mm. or ignore the pain. Mm. And so all of the all of the different habits that I had back then, yeah. looking back now, <laughs> only perpetuated what happened inevitably, which was to this to that moment, that one morning I woke up, I couldn't pick up my phone without feeling sharp shooting and numbing pain all the way up. And I literally just was flabbergasted. It was like a huge like slap in the face. It was a wake-up call. Mm -hmm. And that was when I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I hear you now. Mm -hmm. you know? Whatever it was. So that was, yeah. That was, that was, that was the moment. And when did you kind of walk us through your process of deciding like, your wellness path? You know, why, how did you come to choose yoga? Or like, what was your yeah. transition to a different kind of lifestyle? Yeah, um, it's a good question. What led me to yoga was um, actually my roommate. Mm -hmm. I had a roommate and she saw that I was just in complete stress mode, that yeah. I wasn't living a very healthy lifestyle, yeah. that there were a lot of things that I would complain about but mm -hmm. didn't do anything about mm -hmm. because it's always just easy right. and so much more convenient to complain. Yeah. <laughs> um, and as Lisa Nichols says, she says that we all want the convenience without the inconvenience. Mm. And that's mm. what I was just tapping into, right? Like mm. I was like, oh, you know, this hurts. Well, yeah. I never did anything yeah. about it. Yeah. I'm tired and it's because I didn't sleep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do that sometimes too. Like, why am I so cranky? Yeah. But you forget because it's like you're just living life and you're like, oh, wait, I have to be very mindful of my sleep habits and just the very basic day to day things yeah. that keep us healthy. And it's ironic because as adults, we, we know what's right. We yeah. know yeah. it's easier right. said than done, yeah. right? Yeah. We know that we need a certain number of hours of sleep to function. We yeah. know we need to eat, yeah. you know, otherwise you get cranky. Yeah. But yet it still happens. Yeah. It still consistently happens. And so, mm -hmm. again, my roommate just saw this really bad vicious mm -hmm. cycle. Mm -hmm. And she would just drag me mm -hmm. to a yoga class. She's like, put some pants on. I'm going to get you a bottle of water we're gonna go to a yoga class. And oh that's exactly what happened. And I was like, a what class? I had no <laughs> idea what I was getting into. So you never did yoga before that? Never in my life. Really? No. Oh, wow. No. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sure like yeah. a while back I yeah, heard yeah. about it, yeah. but again, never had time because I was too Thank busy. you, cheers to you, roommate. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. <laughs> Um, so anyway, so she, she dragged me out to a yoga studio and the, the interesting thing looking back again now is my first class was, I didn't know it was a Bikram yoga mm. class. Mm -hmm. And if you know anything about Bikram, they call it um, the torture chamber for a reason. <laughs> and I was tortured up to my, <laughs> over my head, over a lot of things. First off, I didn't wear the right clothes. Mm. I wore like a pair of pajama pants and a tank top. <laughs> I just was so not, really, yeah. I was physically and mentally not prepared. Yeah. And I'm setting the scene here because it was my first yoga class 
didn't know what to do. Thankfully, <laughs> Jamie brought me a, a, a bottle of water and, you know, prepped me with a towel and stuff. Yeah. And came there, and what I saw was everything in, in the sense that the most important thing that I saw was I saw myself. I saw that, oh, my God, like, I'm so out of touch, mm. you know? Mm. Um, I was in my 20s. I thought... You know, mm, I'm agile. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> a yoga class should should be good. Should yeah. be helpful. Yeah. And no, yeah. it humbled me. Yeah. To the very very mm. grounds, like literally to my mat. Mm. I was gassing out. I couldn't breathe because mm. think about this: ninety-five degrees mm. Fahrenheit, oh. guys. Sorry. Okay, so Europeans. Are uh, yeah. Celsius, but 95 degrees. <laughs> so, this, so Bikram Yoga is hot yoga. This is 95 to yoga. 104. It's actually technically Bikram is about 104 plus. Oh my gosh. Um, there are some studios that do 112 oh, degrees Fahrenheit yeah, yeah. at 35 to 40 yeah. degrees. Yeah. Uh, 40% humidity. Sorry. Mm. And so, oh my gosh. yeah. This is sweat <laughs> So I was I was sweating. I was in my yoga class. I was drawn down to my knees, and I was humiliated. Down to stop to to square one, and that was exactly what I needed to, you know, you have that that aha moment mm-hmm. or like the come to Jesus moment. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I got down to my knees and I was trying to catch my breath, because of course the teacher, yeah, thank you teacher, um, his name is John. Um, <laughs> Thanks, John. So he, I mean, he was standing up on the podium and he was just yelling out the Bikram moves like. You know, lock your knees, lock your knees, and you're just telling everybody what to do. And everybody was getting into these like amazing, beautiful pretzel like poses yeah, and yeah. contortioning. And I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, get me out of here. Yeah. The very first thing he told me to do is stay in the breath, get with your breath, uh-huh. just make sure to connect with your breath. No matter what happens, no matter what you do, if you start hyperventilating, just yeah. take a moment. And there was that one moment where we locked eyes, mm. and he looked straight at me, Dom, and he mm. goes, just breathe. Mm. And I looked at him just mm-hmm. like a, you know, just like a, a good, diligent yeah, people. Yeah, and that yeah, was my yeah. way of saying, all right, I'm going to stay this. here with you in this space. Mm. And I'm going to count on you to get me through the mm. next 90 minutes because mm-hmm. it was a 90 minute class. Oh my gosh. Long story short, went through it all, looked around, saw some beautiful poses. Saw some things I, I probably couldn't unsee. Also, yeah. <laughs> you know, people just had nothing on. <laughs> it, was, it was fun, um, but you know, and, and through the process, like it was also like a humbling, yeah. humbling journey for me yeah, to yeah, get yeah. back. And I was like, oh, I need whatever this is. Mm-hmm. It was hard, mm-hmm. and it was, you know, it was definitely like one of those obstacles where I was yeah. like, I must. Yeah. I must understand. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I'm careful to say I must achieve it, right? Of course. Like I, you know, at the time I was so humiliated yeah. and I was so put in my place yeah, that I was like, yeah. oh, it yeah. allowed me to reflect yeah. what exactly was in that mirror. It was like, yeah. Athena, you need to you need to get your life in order. Yeah, yeah your career may be going yeah. up here, but mm-hmm. all the other mm-hmm. things, the relationship, the house, the, you know, the self-care, yeah. the health, mm-hmm. and going back, health and vitality, that was what I saw in other people. 
accept myself. Mmm. Mmm. So, those were those. <gasps> Woo! Art. Did you hear that, everybody? <laughs> if you're in a place where you're feeling like things are off, it's probably because they are. And, you know, use Athena's story as, like, as an example to get reconnected to yourself. I love that you were saying, you know, you realized, well, two things. One is that the yoga class humbled you. Mm -hmm. And two is that it made you realize you were out of touch. And I think, wow, what a great way to become self-aware because it's through a physical process, right? Sometimes you don't even know that you're out of touch because you're in your head so much. But then when you are challenged by something new, which I highly recommend for everyone, like, you know, challenge yourself to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation, you start to realize things about yourself. Mm -hmm. And so I, I love that you did Bikram yoga, 90 minutes. Connect to the breath, just breathe. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. And so that was the start of my journey. Ultimately, um, you know, I, con I continued. And while, again, that was a harrowing experience yeah. to have been brought back when yeah. I thought I was superwoman. I thought yeah. I was like on top of the world. I had everything yeah. I needed, you yeah. know. But in reality, that was just a mask. It was just yeah. a skeleton. Mm. And so Bikram literally brought me back. Actually, one of my favorite quotes, sweat in peace so mm. that you can bleed less in battle. Mmm. Mmm. That's great. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's like the whole, like, yeah, just keep practicing. Yeah. Keep practicing, keep practicing, keep practicing. Or just the practice of mm -hmm. mastering something. Mm. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, the first time Athena told me her story, I was just like, oh my god, like, this is so great. Because it's, you know, there's, you, you can always choose, you, there's always two choices, right? You continue doing what you're doing, and then, you know, that leads to other health con conditions in the future, or you decide to make a change. Mm -hmm. But not just a small change, you make a lifestyle change. Right. You decide, you put your, like, you know, you draw the line in, is that correct? You draw a line in the sand, mm -hmm. and you say, no more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get my health back, I'm going to get my... <laughs> Gonna get my sexy back. I'm gonna get my vitality back, mm -hmm. and and yeah, and and here, you know, I I meet Athena, I guess eight years after that initial Bikram yoga, and she's just glowing, and awesome, and just like an open person. I'm like, wow, I'm like this, she's so awesome. Like I'd love to be her friend, and and really, Athena, like the past, you know, the past few years has been, it's been great, getting to know you, understanding you, and just learning so much. I've learned so much from you, like I. I think the first time, um, so Athena also teaches yoga, uh, I asked to like see her and she's like, Dom, why don't we connect to your breath? <laughs> and that was like, like, oh, what are you talking about? Like, cause I wasn't connected to my body. I'm all up here. Mm -hmm. All the, you remember? That. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. all up here. And then I realized like, oh my gosh, like it's just, I just haven't been taking care of my body. Um, so I think, thank you for that. Like, I'm just like thinking back to, you know, when we first became friends. Um, anyways, so Athena, you have The Busy Yogi. This is your your business. Um, what you, um, can you tell us a little bit more about that or just? Sure, yeah. Yeah, so um, it all it all is connected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so The Busy Yogi actually started in 2016. Mm -hmm. um, and when, um, after, you know, doing several years of yoga, after having, um, recovered from tendonitis yeah. after kind of going over, you know, my whole situation and yeah. learning through that and, and doing that self-journey. I also ended up quitting my job, traveling mm. a little while, mm. and then coming back. 
Um, and it was the comeback. The busy yogi was essentially, after having traveled, after gaining a certain level of peace and, mm -hmm. and you know, self, self-worth, self-love, mm -hmm. self-preservation, mm -hmm. and the self-walk is what I would call it. Self-walk. The self-walk, yeah. Yeah, I like that. It was my it was my claim to the universe mm. that it was time for me. Mm. I was I was in such give mode, mm. I was in nurture mode mm. and produce mode mm -hmm. and perform that mm. it was time for Athena mm. to walk home. Mm. Because that's that ultimately was what my journey was about. Is yeah. I thought I was a machine, yeah. and I had to learn how to become human again. And what, what that meant to me was letting go of everything I knew, quitting my job, traveling for 14 months on a backpack, oh, one so backpack. Awesome. <laughs> so awesome. And uh, that, was, that was fun. But, you know, to go, to go back to it, the busy yogi was, after having gained so much wisdom and understanding of a little bit more about myself and the world around me and having that deeper connection mm -hmm. to source, to spirit, to mm -hmm. my body, to my breath. Mm -hmm. That was when I was invited back to the industry. I was with the trade show and confidence mm -hmm. industry and I basically was going to be heading back to the races. Mm -hmm. And so... Oh, because they, they asked you to come back and work with them. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I was hired by another company in the Got same it. industry, and that was my turn to be able to 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 sit and think to myself like, mm -hmm. okay, what does Athena two point look like? Mm -hmm. I know I'm going to be busy. I know what the hours are like. I know it's high high stress, mm -hmm. fast paced environment, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Constantly. And that was when I told myself, no, I'm I'm going to stick to this. I'm going to stay in my center. Mm. And how do I stay in my center, right? And so that was my avenue. I was basically just, you know, a solution to my own problem. Yeah. <laughs> and that was how I started the, the Busy Yogi was. Um, I decided that upon returning back from yeah. uh, my trip, I just so happens there was a yoga teacher training back mm. in my home yoga studio. Mm. At the home yoga studio job, and you, yeah, it was that just I, that where I was, you, yeah. I was practicing yoga, and I was like, how ironic is this timing? Mm -hmm. Got my teacher training. Right after I got my teacher training, that was when I was like, all right, let's begin. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> <I love it. laughs> oh my gosh, and I'm like, I'm like, let's begin. Okay, I'm gonna close my eyes and set the intention. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, that's no, that's yeah, what yeah. It was. It was like, yeah. all right, well, now that I have all the tools, yeah. How do I go back to mm. a, an industry that I love? Mm. But knowing full well that it's, I can't let it suck me in like it did yeah. last time. Yeah. I can't plummet back to this level of pain and suffering, yeah. physically and mentally, yeah. that I, I endured back when I didn't know. So now, when I went back, I told, I, I drew the line, like drew the line in the sand mm -hmm. with my boss, with the employer even before accepting the job. Mm -hmm. I said, this is what I'm gonna do, this is how I'm gonna do it. Mm -hmm. Are you cool with that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then, uh, I love it. I negotiation one on one. Yeah, just like just say what you want and, and be like and it's intention. done. Yeah, yeah. It's all about intention, oh dog. Every single every single chapter. And so that's exactly what I did. Yeah. I set my intention. I said, I'm gonna work hard, 
I am going to just give it my all. Yeah. But at the same time, on the moments that I need to rest, yeah. I am going to rest. Mm. I'm going to rest fully. And my version of resting was sleeping, yeah. yoga. I mean, all the four pillars, right? Yeah. What are my four pillars? Oh, have I slept enough? Mm -hmm. Did I eat? Mm -hmm. How's my stress level? Mm -hmm. My mental level? My, mm -hmm. You know, all that. So. Mm -hmm. All, all of that was, like, I look at it as the four pillars. This is my physical, my mental, the stress, and food, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a table. Mm -hmm. You kind of have to determine what what's missing or what, what needs tilting up or what yeah. needs tilting yeah. down. Yeah. Um, and so for me, that was my compass to allow for me mm -hmm. to continue doing yoga. And because of the fact that I was traveling so often, I was looking for yoga studios. Yeah. In different places, Boston, LA, yeah. um, Washington DC, you know, San Francisco. I was constantly traveling. I was turning suitcases. Wow! Like people at the airport knew me. <laughs> <laughs> My points were pretty. I mean, so anyway, point is, is that I started the busy yogi because I found myself again working late, working hard, mm. but I never let yoga go. Mm. I never. I never let go. Even at the moments where I just I experienced so much stress, right? Yeah. I was on hour thirty, you know, yeah. of, a, of a certain show, and yeah. I was like, I I need a moment, so I would literally yeah. just just hide off to a corner it, yeah. in the convention center, wow. and I would close my eyes. I would set a timer on my phone. Yeah. If I had a minute, I would give myself a minute, and I would just close my eyes, and I would just connect back to my bed. And literally just hear my own breath. Sometimes I would just like close my ears if I didn't have a head. Yeah. We usually have headsets or right. you know walkie talkies. I'll turn that off. Gosh, I can't even imagine you like with all the gear I and just like you're everything. just trying to center yourself. Oh yeah, I'm like wow. okay, aisle four. You know, <laughs> and then on the other side I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> so I was that person. And but like talk about integ integrating, you know, just you know, what, you know, trying what you. Trying to make it work, right? Like, if I don't have the space, I'm gonna create the space. Yeah, I had no choice. Yeah. I had absolutely no choice. Hence the busy movie. So I was busy. <laughs> <laughs> I was busy, that's for sure. But I was a busy yogi. And yeah. so no matter what I did, I mean, even if it was just like kitschy so in the beginning, yeah. I would have, you know, yeah. stop and like strike a yoga pose <laughs> in the middle of a, a trade show floor oh and on gosh. a booth during a booth installation or something. Because yeah. that was my, my claim. That yeah. was my claim yeah. to say, you know what, never again. Yeah. I will never again allow my health mm -hmm. or my vitality Mm -hmm. to be compromised. Mm. Oh my God. I, I learned something new about <laughs> Athena. Every time we meet, it's just like she's making me laugh. I'm like about to start crying. And then I'm like taking a deep breath, you know, fall. I'm like mirroring you right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so tell us or share with us. So Athena's like, she's just always progressing every time I see her. She's like, oh, Dom, I'm like learning this, learning that. Like she's, she's such a great. If you can find an Athena in your life, like someone who's constantly learning, no, really, like I learn so much from you every time you meet up, um, or you know, she's creativity, innovation, like everything. She's she's really great. Um, and recently, she has been up to something that I'm like, oh my gosh, you like started something, and I like I didn't even say congratulations. <laughs> so can you share with our, our listeners and our, our viewers um, what you are the founder of and the intention behind it and how they can get involved? Sure, sure. So. I am the founder of the Global Yoga Movement, and if you want more information, just go to globalyogamovement.com. 
And basically, the global yoga movement is a sub-brand of the busy yogi. So mm-hmm. uh, going back really quick, the yes. busy yogi is the ultimate, you know, it's, it's the brainchild of everything mm-hmm. because not only am I a busy yogi, but everybody is a busy, busy yogi, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone can achieve this level of harmony. Mm-hmm. I like to call it harmony because mm-hmm. balance can be, you know, a different mm-hmm. definition too. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, so the global yoga movement started out Really, I mean, with this being my first post, having lived overseas for the first time, yeah. I had to go back to the basics and understand what are the principles that will allow me to stay centered? Mm. What are the different rituals and the habits that I need to keep to be resilient mm-hmm. no matter where I go? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of those things is community. Mm. Second, my highest value is yoga, mm. movement, breath, mm. connecting, not just with the body, yeah. but other people. And so, you know, and interestingly, COVID hit at the time, like I, I launched the yoga, global yoga movement because I was getting ready to prepare for transition because mm-hmm. it was summer transition. I didn't know where I was going to go. We were supposed to be heading to Pakistan and then COVID hits. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, you know, COVID says, stop all of y'all yeah. <laughs> to everybody, yeah. right? And so all of a sudden we were stuck inside our houses <laughs> and we didn't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, but wait, <laughs> wait, <laughs> actually I was thinking of starting something anyway online because I didn't know how long it was going to be in Korea yeah. and I yeah. wanted to keep my dear and loved and valued friends like yeah. you and yeah. other people. And I was yeah. like, how do I stay in touch? Yeah. Well, the best way for me and what was often my conversation starter and my way to stay connected both myself and other people was yoga. Yeah. And so yeah. the global yoga movement was born. So if you're stuck in quarantine right now, you know, take some tips from her, start a movement, any type of movement. Anything you're into. If you're into juggling, dollhouse making, baking, I don't know. Anything, Just anything. don't hurt anyone. Um, and so, like, global yoga movement, you started it during COVID, which is amazing. I, I love this story because it's, like, it's all connecting, right? Mm-hmm. It's, like, you're, you're playing at a certain level, and then, like, you're challenged by something. Like, you know, why not play bigger? Mm-hmm. How do I how do I take my ideas and, 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 you know, spread them out to, like, other folks and connect folks? Because really what I see, too, like, with my work is I'm a connector. I connect. I connect with people. We're connecting with you, you know, via this podcast, via this video. Um, so that you don't feel alone in your journey wherever you are mm-hmm. and you want to start something you can start it like there are people every day that are starting new things and trying new things because the kind of life that is unsustainable unhealthy where you feel low energy like that is not the future the future is how do you get back to what is natural for you mm-hmm. for all of us how can we start working playing living in a way that makes sense in a way that is is uh, I don't know hashtag harm harmonious yes because I think I think that is like how do you how do you how do you get to there and a lot of it has to do with not producing but with resting mm-hmm. yeah you know connecting with your body connecting with your breath mm-hmm. um, gosh Athena I'm so excited for what the future has <laughs> to hold for you 
So you're you're off to your next adventure sometime soon. We don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, at this point we're all in limbo. We don't know yeah. when or where if the trigger is going to be pulled and yeah, it's not yeah. going to be pulled. Yeah. But global yoga movement and the biz yogi is what's helping me yeah. sort of maintain that level of yeah. homeostasis. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so you know, again, going back to the global yoga movement, it gives me an opportunity to reconnect with friends and family back home in yeah. the states. Yeah. And allows me. It's a it's a free thirty minute yoga class Great. via Zoom Great. online. Yeah. Right now, it's an online form, and I'm calling it the virtual yoga studio. Awesome. Because a lot of people can't go to a yoga studio, and yeah, so yeah. they have to count on the internet. And so at this point, you know, different different times and different you know phases around the world, but mm-hmm. it's and, once a month. Um, oh, okay. Once a month. Awesome. Yes. Awesome, yeah. awesome. As of right now, at the most I can commit to is, is once a month. Yeah. Um, this will change. The global yoga movement will evolve mm-hmm. as we grow bigger. Mm-hmm. We're starting to actually grow as a community. I've awesome. got people from Japan, Philippines, <gasps> United so, States, Canada, yeah. um, Austria. I mean, so we can we can log in or we can go to your website right now, globalyogamovement.com. And sign up for the newsletter. Sign up for the newsletter. Mm-hmm. And then, are there prior uh, Zoom set or Zoom yoga sessions available already that people can go see? Or not yet? Not yet. Not okay. Yet. Okay. So Got this it. is new. This, Got it. this okay. is still the site's being built. Okay. Um, in in terms of the global yoga movement, Got but it. that's in the works. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Final question, Athena. Okay. Since this show is called the Positive Success Show, mm-hmm. I want to know, in your opinion, what does positive success mean to you? Hmm. Positive success to me means the level of my definition of a certain direction yeah. um, is, a, is, is going in a positive direction. So basically, whatever intention I put into it, whatever it is that I put my mind into, mm-hmm. that will be my measure of success. Mm-hmm. And as long as it's going towards a positive direction, mm-hmm. right, not harming anybody, mm-hmm. I'm helping mm-hmm. everyone, including mm-hmm. myself, mm-hmm. that to me is my definition of a positive success. Because mm-hmm. my understanding or my definition of success is different from your yeah. definition Absolutely. of success. Yeah, right? everyone has so, a different idea. Right, right. So that would be my answer. Awesome. Well, there you have it, folks. Athena Tabula, founder of the Global <laughs> Yoga Movement and great friend of mine. I know you're going to be doing awesome things wherever life takes you. And I'm so, I'm just, I'm so glad to have you on the show today. Thanks, Athena. Thank you, Dom. Okay, everyone. We will see you next week. Remember to be bold, be positive, and take action every day. Bye for now.